Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to Toronto Raptors 100-94 win against the Milwaukee Bucks, Riker. We are going to the finals. We are going to the NBA finals, Riker. It's, I, I am lost for words. I'm lost for words. Well then, I'll allow you a second to gather your thoughts then. <laughs> we'll start with a comment of the day, eh? And today, we're not actually giving a comment of the day. This is the opportunity... Obviously, this is the first time, like you said, first time in history that the Raptors are going on. So the best comment that is going to get our next dance giveaway. We're giving away the best socks that we have, the OVO jersey, Toronto Raptors socks. So get in the comments for that. We want to hear what you guys think about tonight's game. And right now, Ben, we're going to talk about what we thought about tonight's game because this is history setting. It is the biggest moment in Toronto Raptors history, but probably all of Toronto sports. This is crazy. Kawhi Leonard, he did it. Fred Van Vliet, he did it. Masai Ujiri, he did it. Nick Nurt, Drake. I mean, it all came together. Everything, Riker. Every single thing. Watching that post-game ceremony, seeing the faces, seeing just Masai Ujiri's look of just satisfaction. You know, Kyle Lowry, a player that's been with us for the past seven years. He 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 is the one that turned around our franchise. Him coming in, him being the star that he is. You know, year after year being called the Trash Bros. You know, having to face LeBron, face the memes, facing all this dumb stuff. You know, the fan base loves him, the fan base hates him. Everyone's turned on Kyle Lowry. Everyone roots behind Kyle Lowry. He's a guy that's been there thick and thin. To see the satisfaction in his face, to hear the crowd you know when he's holding the trophy chant Lowry I, I was crying Riker looking at the TV I was I was absolutely shook seeing Kawhi Leonard not just in this game you know the just the look of just you know he he brought a team to the finals you know he came in here he brought a franchise that hasn't been there ever to the finals you know Kawhi Leonard he's proving he's one of the greatest players he's one of the greats in NBA history you know, Pascal, Norman Powell, Fred Van Vliet, two guys that people completely threw under the bus, you know, podcast after podcast, you know, that we'd be reacting to games, reading the comments, you know, Fred Van Vliet, even we gave up on Fred Van Vliet saying he, he shouldn't be playing despite the fact we thought he was still a decent player. Norman Powell, throughout the regular season, people were saying we should trade him for a bag of peanuts after he got that big contract record to see all these players play well, just... I, I'm so satisfied as a Raptors fan, and we get to play in the NBA Finals, and we'll be talking about that, a lot about those NBA Finals predictions and all that coming up in future videos. Yeah, well, we're not talking about that tonight, we're talking about tonight, mm -hmm. tonight, yeah. because there's so much to break down, and before we get into the analytics, it is worth mentioning everything that you said, the euphoria, the, the joy, the celebration... Kawhi Leonard, expressive, and it wasn't just him. I mean, it was he. He brought guys that are deserving to go to the NBA Finals. He finally allowed mm. Kyle Lowry the opportunity to elevate his game and get to that platform. Same thing can be said for Gasol, but guys like Fred VanVleet and Norman Powell, they helped Kawhi out in this game and this entire series in them and the Raptors and, and allowing them to bring to that next level. Nick Nurse, all the credit. Masai Ujiri, you could just see it. And it was so crazy to watch the, the post game. Uh, it was funny to listen to the reactions because they didn't allow very much time for celebration, at least not in their words, because they said, you know, it's good that we're going, but we're not satisfied. They're really looking forward to the NBA Finals. But to me, this felt like the NBA Finals because the Raptors were counted down and out. And this, everything that we've been talking about this entire season long has been saying, 
we need to get to this point in order to then have the conversation. Will Kawhi want to stay or not? Mm-hmm. And it all finally came together, Ben. But let's talk about Kawhi Leonard. Let's start right there. Um, 17 rebounds. He he out-rebounded Giannis Antetokounmpo tonight. 27 points. I don't know how many. Seven assists, I think, that he had. Um, and he stepped up in the fourth quarter big time. He had one of the nastiest poster slams. I've criticized him for having the bo- most boring dunks in the <laughs> NBA and had one of the biggest dunks I've ever seen in my entire life. What 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 did he do tonight well, that he's done every single night, but how is it so special? Well, the first half, you know, the Raptors, they were down. You know, all of Raptors fans were nervous. People that were in the live, they knew. They, 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 I said I was confident, but I was still nervous. You know, Kawhi only had eight points going to the half. That third quarter, we got to talk about that third quarter first. You know, just the way he willed the Toronto Raptors back. They were down by 15, Riker. And then Kawhi gets that and one. He gets those step back fades you know he's taking the threes aren't going down so he's taking those mid-range pull-ups he's getting to the free throw line he's he's out hustling he wants it more than Milwaukee Bucks and then you mentioned it the fourth quarter you know he sits out the beginning after he's willed the team back Fred Van Vliet and Norman Powell the bench the bench mob for this year they they brought it back and they put Kawhi in a position to really take his claws and yank this game away from the Milwaukee Bucks and Kawhi Leonard did it you know Kyle Lowry the the possession that was just Symbolic. It was, a, it was a metaphor for this season. You know, Kyle Lowry, he did all the dirty work for the Toronto Raptors. He got the team from, you know, the him and DeMar DeRozan. You know, we got to give credit to DeMar DeRozan as well. Two of those guys brought the team from the gutters to a respectable franchise. You know, Kyle Lowry gets a steal from the Milwaukee Bucks. He makes a beautiful strip, you know, and then Giannis is chasing him down as Lowry goes down the lane. And then, you know, Lowry doesn't finish it off. He gives it to Kawhi to finish it off. And he throws down, as you mentioned, one of the greatest dunks I've ever seen over Giannis onto Takumbo. It was pure symbolism to watch that play happen on the court. You know, Kyle Lowry doing the gritty stuff for the Toronto Raptors and Kawhi finishing the deal, being our closer, being our... You know, our superstar, the player we need. I was, you know, he didn't even have that great of shooting night, but he did everything he needed to do for the Toronto Raptors to win this game. 27 points, 17 rebounds, 7 assists, Riker. It's, it's, I'm struggling for words because this Mm. is a guy that there was so much uncertainty around him. We're going to miss so many things tonight, Ben, and that we could talk about this game. We'll, we'll obviously, we'll have our predictions and our breakdown of the series tomorrow, probably. But I, it might even be worth revisiting tonight's game again because this is just this is we're kind of just laying out how we feel, right? How yep. it feels to be a Raptors fan, how it feels to finally be in the position where we have the superstar on our team. We've been a team that's been plagued by the shadow or the the figure that is LeBron James. He's been in the Raptor, and we'd never have known what it's felt like to have a player yeah. like that. And you said it to me before we started this podcast. I I thought the the Raptors played great defense, undeniably, mm-hmm. the entire game, except yeah. for the very beginning of the first quarter. But they played lockdown defense. They forced turnovers. They actually had block shots. They were getting steals. But their offense just did not come around until Kawhi Leonard and the bench started just absolutely doing everything out there on the court. I was worried. When they were down by 15, it, it seemed like, I think, four minutes left in the third quarter. I was not certain that they were going to win this game. And you just felt like... You said mm-hmm. to me, what was it, at the end of the, the half? You thought that they were, you no, knew no, no. that they were going the to first, win? The first quarter was horrible. I was I was feeling pretty you know, un, uninspired after the first quarter. But the way they started playing in the second quarter, the way they were moving the ball, the, the, Kyle Lowry, they stopped being tense and they started being aggressive. And then whether the shots went down, I just had a feeling that they were going to win. I said on the live at halftime on the Instagrams, if you're not following the Instagram, definitely follow the Instagram Raptors Digest. But 
I said, I'm confident in this team. I thought the Raptors would come out. They start hitting shots at some point, and I just love the way that they were playing. Even when and they the, were down, I was like, they, they got this game. Well, this is my point. Imagine mm-hmm. the Raptors team being down 15 points and still being confident in them. Yep. Usually the Raptors can be up. They can be up by a bunch, and you still 40. are so scared that, that they're going to let the game slip. But ultimately, Raptors in six. That's what we both predicted. We both stuck to our convictions right even when people thought that they were down. Raptors in six. Riker, and this is kind of metaphoric to, to when we played the Bucks in uh, 2017, right? We were favored to go in there. Obviously, it's a compl- two completely different rosters, but remember game six of that series when the Raptors had it? seemed like they had it closed out. They were up by 30 for most of the game. The Bucks made that crazy run, and the Raptors only ended up winning by one point off that DeMar DeRozan dunk. You know... This game was a flip. It was a reverse. Even though, you know, you were in 2017, the Raptors up by 30, and you still didn't feel confident. But tonight, you know, the Raptors down by 15, and you still had that swagger as a Raptors fan that they can bounce back. And the team still had that that bounce-back mentality, and they did it, right? We're going to the finals. We're going to the NBA Finals. Tell me this, Ben. You told me before the podcast as well, you almost feel bad for the Milwaukee Bucks. Why, why do you feel that way? Well, the Milwaukee—they're a team that I like. They're, they're just a team that I, I kind of root for. Aside, obviously, not even close to the Toronto Raptors, but I like Giannis. I think they're they're a respectful team. I'm not a big fan of Wisconsin, like you know the the some stuff that goes around there. But I'm a fan of the Milwaukee Bucks roster, how they're assembled. They're built the right way, but you know they're. I feel bad for the Bucks had they had to lose, but I feel much much better for us, the Toronto Raptors, after everything we went through. Well, let's keep let's keep the train rolling here with just mm-hmm. the positive thoughts, the positive things. Yep. Like I said, I think it's worthwhile revisiting tonight and having an actual more technical breakdown. I'm sure people love to hear that kind of thing. But just holistically, high level, let's run through the game really quick. Yep. What sort of stood out to you in terms of maybe offensive highlights, defensive highlights, maybe even stats? We can swing it into the segments, but I'd, I'd say I'd, I'm wondering from you just first. Who stood yep. out to you, top three players maybe on both ends? Yeah, well, the game started off. The the Bucks came out more desperate, more aggressive. You know, the only player that really showed desperation in the first quarter was Kyle Lowry. And he's, you know, as I mentioned, he's our bull, he's our engine. He had that play at the beginning of the game where the ball was going out of bounds and he hits it, you know, right off Middleton's leg. He's still not ready. He hits it again to Kawhi for, for a dunk in the first half. You know, the, but aside from that, the Bucks came out with more desperation. Leo Rounds was on the broadcast saying it left, right, left and right that the, the Bucks looked the, like the more aggressive team, getting offensive rebounds, getting all these sorts of things. But around the, the second quarter, the Raptors kind of flipped a switch in terms of their aggression, their mentality. And even though it took a while to, to really get them back in the game, the, the Raptors won every single quarter after that. You know, they were down 31-18 after the first. They won the second quarter by six points, won the third by two, and they won the fourth by 11. You know, they outplayed the Milwaukee Bucks for the rest of the game. You know, it's there There was just play after play, moment after moment in this one. You know, the Danny Green, he he struggled in this, this game, but aside from him, it seemed like every other player had a moment. You know, Serge Ibaka had that Shaq-esque dunk underneath the rim. Fred Van Vliet, he had that step-back three over Brook Lopez. Shout out to, actually, Riker, before we swing into the segments and name any other players. Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet. The, the highest plus-minus for this game, a plus-12. 14 points. Four of five from the three-point line, and you know maybe some could argue that some of his, most of his threes in the last game were completely open. Some of the threes he was hitting and the shots he was hitting tonight were dumb. They were dumb, good. You know it was just shots that were such big. The confidence in Fred VanVleet to be struggling a whole entire postseason, a whole entire postseason, Riker for the past the biggest games of his life. 
to come out and, you know, he just had a kid. For the biggest games of his life to play like this, my hat's off to Fred Van Vliet. It's, it's remarkable what he's done for the Toronto Raptors. Ben, you're absolutely right. And there's too many moments this game. I mm-hmm. I was watching the highlights afterwards, immediately after the game ended, because I yeah. watched the entire game, and it's still so yeah. exciting to go back and see. And you can watch it a second time and maybe even break Inject down the Inject that into my veins, over. Riker. Those uh, highlights. If I can, I will, Ben, and I'll <laughs> let you know. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, it's it's better than any sort of, I don't know, any sort of big moment that happened. How are you it's feeling, crazy. Riker? I don't I always I always say this. It's so strange mm-hmm. to be a sports fan and I I yeah. wonder what people that are not fans of sports and don't feel attached to a team what how do they get joy in their lives because really if the Raptors <laughs> win, if they lose, it doesn't matter. If if Kawhi hits his big shot, it doesn't make a difference. And yet for us, yeah, we have the podcast, so like that's a little bit of extra sort of you know, stuff riding on why we would be cheering for the Raptors. But yeah. really, it it means nothing in the end of the day. But you just feel so close to this team. And you feel so passionate about it. And you feel like their losses are your losses. Their wins are your wins. I've been saying every podcast how stressed I am. And how that's mm. affecting my body and my <laughs> mind and everything. So I'm just over the moon that this... My family is... They're an old family in Newfoundland. None of them ever watch basketball. They know nothing about mm-hmm. basketball. My mom sent me a picture. My grandparents, my great uncles and aunts, they're all they were all together watching the game tonight, cheering when the Raptors won. They don't even know what's going on and they're still getting behind the bandwagon. So I'm just I'm over the moon, Ben, if if I'm sure you feel the same way. Oh yeah. And you know, if we're shouting out the fams, you know how deeply rooted Raptors basketball is in my family. My parents were both crying on, on FaceTime. I'm in Montreal. They're back in Newfoundland as well. You know, it's it's remarkable what this just this moment in history as Raptors fans, it's it's so big, it's so memorable. You'll you'll always remember what happened in, in this game, just uh, Riker, this is one of the greatest moments in, in my Raptors fandom. May if not the greatest. Up there with Bismack Biombo in, in game six of the Eastern Conference Finals a couple of years back. And he was in the building as well tonight. <sighs> so it, much love. Ben, let's so swing into love. the segments. Let's not yep. do anything crazy here. Just the positive things only. What's the that? Yep. Tonight, the Kawhi doing like that play of the day. It's got, it can't be anything but that steal from Kyle Lowry and the, the handoff to Kawhi to really, really set a run. I know the Bucks bounced back after this run that could have ended the game. But but that run really just took the took the ceiling off of the Scotiabank Arena, the ACC, whatever whatever you get, you call it. It's uh that dunk by Kawhi. That's gonna that's got to be another mural in the city. Absolutely, Ben. Absolutely. But not all plays can be the Kawhi doing like that play of the day, and some just make you say, "Oh, geez." And tonight, the "Oh, geez" play of the day. It's got to. It's got to go to me. The step back three from Fred VanVleet. I know I already mentioned both side of these step, plays. Side step. Yeah, the side step. The it was Fred VanVleet to see him. You know, you're kind of wired after you see him miss a lot of shots for for a couple series. You're like, oh, you know, he shoots it. You lose the kind of confidence in there. This whole series, he's completely flipped that switch. Every time Fred left the ball left his hands, you expect it to go in. That was the first one. I was like, "Oh yikes, that's a that's a tough shot." And then he still makes it, Reiki. He still makes it over a man that looked like he was four feet taller than him. Well, if you remember the shot where Norman Powell, it was late possession. He took a fadeaway mm-hmm. three. I yeah. I even had confidence that that might go in. The line felt right. Yep. You know, wrong yep. power, but. 
for two guys that, well, Norman Powell has been amazing, you know, nothing mm-hmm. short of spectacular against the Milwaukee Bucks, but for the yeah. most part, two guys that have been struggling in the postseason, to get mm-hmm. to the point where I'm confident even with these somewhat circus shots, Ridiculous. late second, over big defenders, I still feel like that they're, for the most part, going to go in. So that's just the magic of the Raptors. One, the Raptors playing at home and what the mm-hmm. fans are able to do with the confidence for all the players. And then two, just getting to this point where they feel like they can win and every shot is going to go in. And you can feel that as a fan too, watching the game. You just feel like their shots, no matter what they are, they're going to go into the, ba- the bucket. Certainly, certainly. And finally, the infamous, the one and only Jamari Carroll Gold Star Award. Riker, it, it's for me, it's got to go to all those breaks, all those stoppages at the end of this game. I I was about to have a heart attack, Riker. I'm sure people have had heart attacks. Just from that, that those, you know, that the last half hour of this game, there was all stop of it, stoppages. And maybe if it was going pace by pace, I would have just exploded. But the fact that I had to wait. You know, and Raptors fans had to wait each moment for something to happen. About about a minute, thirty seconds in between each second, I, I my heart couldn't handle it. I'm sure a lot of people out there passed out, cry. I I don't know, but I, you know, as a as a young bodied person myself, I I unfortunately didn't pass out or anything. But that 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 took a toll on me watching that end of this game. Absolutely. For me, the Gold Star Award, I love the fans. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's boosted our platform and allowed us to just talk freely and have fun and yeah. you know entertain this whole debate. Um, yeah. I, I, like I said, I love you guys, but for everyone that doubted the, the Raptors and that called us crazy for, for so confidently picking us to, yeah. to win against the Bucks in six... You know, you guys are getting the Gold Star Award for this one. Love you guys, but you got to have faith in the boys. They went out and delivered. Shout out to Charles Barkley. Even the Americans there, everybody knows they can respect when the Toronto Raptors are coming in and Kawhi Leonard to do business. Gold Star Award also to Paul Pierce for saying the Bucks got this when clearly they did not have that. Yo, and, uh, and he picked the Raptors at the beginning of the series because he said a lot of people in Toronto hate the Raptors. And, you know, after the first two games, he switched his opinion and... The curse was reverted, Riker. <laughs> I, I love it. It's all in jest, of course. You know, everybody, it's hard. It's so hard to speculate with basketball because anything could happen. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just great that the that they came out and won. So it's just, it's so fun that we're, we're now able to have the podcast. Our season goes even longer, Ben. We get to talk more about basketball before, obviously, all the rumors and all the fun stuff kicks in. We're still in contention. We're the, down to the last two in the entire NBA. Riker? We are two games away from being two games away. <laughs> this is our year. Ben, this we is also our have year, to right? we have to enjoy this moment of you and I being happy together because we're going to get into some tense, intense debate, obviously, about what's going to happen, what are the outcomes of the finals are. So I'm really glad that we're enjoying this moment right now together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have some exciting videos coming up just just after after some preliminary talks about our expectations for the next series. So. Definitely stay tuned to the Raptors Digest. Subscribe to the channel for some some good upcoming videos. We're we're in a state of bliss right now. We didn't probably give the greatest analysis on this game, but we certainly gave a solid analysis on how we're feeling, how Raptors fans are feeling. Just to see your reactions, send us your reactions in the Instagram DMs. We wanna we wanna see what how you guys felt in this moment because you know just like Kawhi's game seven game winner, you know this was a huge moment. And you know when you're a Raptors fan, this is a huge moment in your life. You know this is. A, this is a moment that you won't forget. So we want to see all your guys' reactions. So send them over to us. 
You know, you're well, like the best for making it this far. Oh, yeah. no, finish it off, finish it off, and then I'll... You're the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Riker, you hit him with the last words. The last words, like I said, best comment. We're giving away the OVO socks, and we'll also announce whoever got the last prize. I don't think that we did that, so a lot of giveaways, mm-hmm. because this is Raptors time. This is mm-hmm. the time to celebrate. We're celebrating yep. it, you're celebrating it, and wow, we just got a lot coming up. We have a lot on our plates now, Ben. Big facts, brother. Raps, Raps getting this chip. Get this chip, bro. (laughs) Who knows? You got to stay tuned to find out. Cheers.